This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, UFO Nothing Burger. That's correct, UFO Nothing Burger. Now, that's a phrase that Jason Goodman used in a recent interview he did with Stephen Greer describing the upcoming uh, pending report from the Pentagon, uh, Department of Defense. Whatever deep state organization wants to attach their name to it, I suppose. I have to say this interview that Goodman did with Greer was, I think, maybe the best interview that I've ever seen with Dr. Greer. Um, I've watched Jason Goodman's channel for a while. He does some investigative reporting. Uh, The UFO topic was a little bit outside of his purview normally, but apparently Dr. Greer and Jason have a mutual friend in Larry Clayman. And through that relationship, he brought Dr. Greer on their program. Now, what I really respect about uh, Jason Goodman's channel is that when he interviews people, he really gives them time to respond. Uh, So often you see people do interviews today and they talk over the guests. Quite frankly, it's annoying. But I put a link to the uh, video uh, on the website, ufowarning.com. You can go there and watch this interview. It's about an hour long. And like I said, I just think it's the most informative interview I've ever seen with Dr. Greer. And uh, kudos to Jason Goodman for an outstanding job. He's got a channel over there on YouTube. Uh, doesn't run commercials on it. Does some stuff with Patreon and that. Uh, definitely worth your support. Now, there were three main uh, things that Greer brought up. And we've talked about this a little bit before, but I wanted to get into it a little bit deeper. Is this as this uh, report kind of gears up to come out, and it seems as though they really are trying to prep people uh, to not expect a lot of disclosure, but to expect a lot of fear and loathing and and kind of set the stage for the next Cold War, and that Cold War being with uh, this UFO phenomenon. makes about as much sense as a war on drugs, I suppose. Now, Greer brings up three... uh, specific things that really deserve attention. One, he specifically thinks that the deep state is uh, planning a false flag involving UFOs. And secondly, he talks about the vast sums of money that have been uh, unaccounted for, just misspent, no one knows where it's at, and how this is more than enough money to run a secret program. Now, in his opinion, These recent uh, UFO videos that we've seen released by uh, Tom DeLonge and the boys, by George Knapp and them, these are all just uh, false information, our stuff pretending to be UFOs. That's that's Greer's opinion. I'm not sure I agree with that, but I do think there's a connection there between the military and and these things. I don't think they see them as a threat. I think that they're using the threat possibility to uh, gain more control. Secondly, thirdly, uh, he brings up um, the notion of a controlled media. He, he mentions uh, Operation Mockingbird, so I want to take a look at an article on that. So when you put these three things together, it really does, uh, it really does cause a lot of concern, because if you can think about what they were able to do with the threat of a 
pneumonia virus last year with COVID, and how many people in the world are still suffering greatly from all this uh, completely what seems to what most reasonable people would call a panicked overreaction. You know, when people are going to the doctor, I've I've talked to I'm probably eight or ten people myself who who had COVID, went to the doctor, were told to go home, weren't given any medicine for it whatsoever. If they were so concerned about getting people well from COVID, why didn't they treat the sick people with antibiotics? That's how they normally treat pneumonia. So we can see this craziness, how it can just, how people can be so caught up in it. You know, the little restaurants still, in, in my little town, the fast food restaurants are still closed to indoor dining, most of them. Uh, your churches have been decimated in large part. By, by, by getting people in the habit of staying home. Uh, movie theaters, I mean, just trashed from this. So our whole way of life has been impacted in a terribly, terribly negative way, just on an invisible threat. Just from, and the media went along with it all the way. And now you see these same people gearing up with the UFO thing. Now, if we go back, core back into 1974, this article comes from... Uh, UFOdisclosureblogspot.com. I have a link at the website, UFOwarning.com. It says, Von Braun's, Von Braun's False Flag Alien Invasion, a Genuine Warning or Forthright or forthright Deception. Now, of course, we know that uh, Werner Von Braun came over with a bunch of other Nazis uh, during the Operation Paperclip, and they used those guys uh, to get the space program going, to build the rockets to launch the astronauts into outer space. Now it says, from 1974 to 1977, Werner von Braun began privately telling Carol Rossen, a colleague at a major aerospace company, Fairchild Industries, about a sequence of contrived global false flag cards, such as asteroid impacts and extraterrestrial invasion, which would lead to the militarization of space and usher in a new world order. Now, more than 40 years later, the sequence predicted by Von Braun appears to be on the verge of playing out as mainstream media increasingly speculate about asteroid strikes and an alien invasion and what many believe are cases of predictive programming. Now, before you think that that's not even a possibility, I would just take you back to about 20 years ago, 9-11, when a majority of the population was convinced that a man in a cave in Afghanistan was able to was able to come up with a plan to bring down three buildings with two planes, flown by people that couldn't even fly a Cessna. And amazingly enough, lucky for us, Congress had the Patriot Act already written up, ready to go, baby. The buildings came down, the Patriot Act went up, and our rights went out the window. Fast forward 20 years, you've got COVID. People are locked in their house, told to stay home. They can't go out uh, to even get groceries in some cases. They can't go to church. They can't go to see a movie. Civil liberties just wiped aside because somebody somewhere said there was a problem. And now on the horizon, we're being told that these UFOs, that we're under siege. We're under siege. 
It goes ahead and says, Given von Braun's background as a former Nazi and the existence of a breakaway Nazi colony in South America and Antarctica in the post-World War II era, seeking to establish a fourth right, the key question is whether von Braun's warning was genuine or whether it was part of a deception by the Fourth Reich. In answering such a question, it's important to understand why von Braun went to work with Fairchild Industries, where he learned about the planned sequence of false flag cards being discussed at boardroom meetings, as described by Rosin in Part 1 of his series. After NASA made the decision to end the Apollo program, von Braun decided to retire on May 26, 1972, six months before the launch of Apollo 17, the last moon landing mission. He had been the director of NASA's Marshall Space Flight Center from 1960 to 1972, where he led the largely German engineering teams designing the Saturn V rockets that would power the Apollo program. That kind of tells you how amoral our government is. They really didn't care that these German engineers used slave labor and concentration camp labor. People came, worked on their rockets till they were worked to death, and then were murdered, gassed to death, I think, in a lot of cases. But that was no concern to the U.S. government bringing these people in Operation Paperclip. It was only, what can they do for us? I should tell you the mindset of the people that run this country and that have run this country for so many years. Now, that's just an idea there. Of the, the idea of false flag has been around for a long time. And Greer brings up two other examples of false flag stuff, which I won't get too deep into, but I think they're worth mentioning. First off, he says that all this alien abduction stuff where people are going in, they're prodded and prodded, basically uh, physically assaulted, that this stuff is all done by uh, the U.S. government, basically, the deep state. And I don't even know if you can, if you can, if you can differentiate between the U.S. government, and the Chinese government, and the Russian government. You have to almost wonder if they aren't all part of the same club. But Greer thinks that they have gone so far as to have created some kind of a breeding program where these greys are a construct of the deep state used to terrorize people. He also believes that the cow mutilations are all part of that, that they are uh, the U.S. government acting in a way to strike fear uh, into the hearts of people. I don't think I go quite that far. I think that a lot of these very negative experiences are happening. I mean, you can't deny the dead cow laying out in the pasture with no blood left in it. But the cover-up that always seems to happen after the dead cow's found is what intrigues me. And it's almost as if the local sheriffs always seem to have been intimidated by people. It's what it, what it appears to have happened. The M.O. is the same. Uh, you saw what happened when, that, when, when the lady from the NPR uh, said, Hey, that cow doesn't have any blood on it. It's like they came after her like a pack of wolves. So all of a sudden, the mocking starts. Oh, you know, they believe in aliens. Ha, ha, ha. It almost seems more likely to me that possibly the deep state is in collusion with whatever negative energy force, wicked power, demonic force, whatever you want to call it. It's almost like they are in collusion with this aspect of whether you want to call it UFO, interdimensional, extradimensional, ET, whatever it is. It seems like there's two sides to it, possibly, good and bad. You know, usually if there's a good, there's a bad. Maybe it's just all bad. We don't know. But for certain, the very worst of it seems to be in collusion with the very people that are promising us disclosure right now. Not really looking for that to happen, in my opinion. Now, there was another uh, article that was brought up here that I thought was pretty interesting. And we get into, you know, people talk about the amount of money that it would take 
Well, you know, we've talked about the amount of money that it would take to build the uh, stealth bomber. Uh, talked about the amount of money that it would take to do a lot of stuff. And it turns out an awful lot of money that has been missing over time. And we don't... We know that it's in... Um, it's in the hundreds of millions, possibly in the trillions. Now, I want to get to that article, but first I want to cover this article from the World Times, and this is about uh, Operation Mockingbird. Now, we know and have suspected for a long, a long time that the, that the mainstream media is just in the back pocket of the deep state. There's really no, and you saw this with the way that, like Trump, hate Trump, whatever you think about the guy, with the way that he was treated, there's no comparison to how they treat the guy that's in there now. But this goes back for a long time. Now, this article I found from worldtribune.com, and I also have a link at the at the website, ufowarning.com. It says, Operation Mockingbird, is the CIA still using the corporate media? Operation Mockingbird was a CIA program in which the agency paid or forced U.S. media organization to do its bidding. The operation was exposed in the 1970s, but a columnist, given the current corporate media climate, asked, is this operation still going on? Well, if it was successful, why would they ever quit? That's what I would have to ask. It says the program, wrote the Daily based in 2017, has never been officially discontinued. Washington Times columnist Cheryl K. Chumley noted on April 3rd that would explain a lot. Chumley continued, that would explain, for example, why the Washington Post just explained a wage report on Trump's call with Georgia's election, with Georgia's election investigator, the one where the paper outright falsified statements using third-party and unnamed sources as an oops without accountability. Did anyone get fired? That would explain that whole three-plus years of media witch-hunting against Trump for Russia collusion, for Russia conflict of interest, for Ukraine telephone coercion. You know, the whole three-plus years that led to Robert Mueller investigating and taxpayer-funded inquiries that let, that led, get this, nowhere. This would explain the media's willingness to report on the absurdities of long-distance psychoanalysis of Trump's behavior, of unproven, unverified, unbelievable P-tape Christopher Steele-tied dossiers against Trump, of out-of-context and cut clips of Trump showing him as a racist and misogynist. That would explain the media's cheering of President Joe Biden's baffling, buffoonish first press conference as a big win. As Deadline wrote it, or almost starting in its or almost startling in its incoherence and cognacy, and an almost disorienting return to the legacy of a presidential dignity and, and, and honor, as WBUR framed it. Did they miss the part where he trailed off muttering, or the part where he spoke of his 120 years of experience in the Senate? The worst Mockingbird press moments of late, Chumley added, have all have been all the reports about the guaranteed safeness of the coronavirus vaccine, despite the fact that the long-term safety effects of the coronavirus vaccine are impossible at this point to know, as as well as the dismal as the dismissal of pure COVID-19 facts in favor of government messaging. Chumley concluded 
that it's time for America to clip the wings of all the mockingbirds in the media and turn off and turn and tune out those sources of news. Well, I couldn't agree more with that, honestly. And that's that's just how they uh, that's just how the media has reacted with someone who's not of their political persuasion. Now, maybe that's just because the CIA and Trump. Uh, uh, mixed it up before he really ever even got started in office. Maybe the media uh, is just uh, is just doesn't like uh, Trump's politics. But the point is, you can't look at what happened and in any way whatsoever think the guy was given a fair shake in coverage by the media. And we saw the same thing with the coronavirus. Now we find out that this stuff was almost certainly uh, released from a lab. It uh, almost certainly was uh, bioengineered to be more dangerous than what it would have been normally if it had been a normal uh, reacting uh, pneumonia virus. And all these months later, the the news media pretends like they didn't even uh, cover that. Now there was one other part here that Greer brought up, and I want to go over this real quickly. This is about the top secret black projects, or unacknowledged special access programs, and he says this is where these UFOs are being are being brought up at. So, you think about this. Right now, we have a deep state that loves using the tried and true false flag operation to gain control over the population. Power and control, that's all they want. It's a psychopathic drive. Power and control, power and control, power and control. They could never have too much. So you have that psychopathic drive by the deep state. You have... You have, obviously, uh, a media that's in the back pocket of the deep state that will say whatever they want to. They're driving this narrative, driving this narrative. Uh, UFOs are bad. We're under attack. We're under siege. Uh, We need more money to fight these things. How could you fight something that you can't even understand? We have evidence of cattle mutilations, people being abducted by these entities, people being left with implants. All of it with a very negative, evil aspect of it. And every time it happens, it seems like our own government wants to cover it up. They're not interested in exposing this stuff. We've seen this with Dave Blighty's work with the missing people in the park system. The government's not, they're not interested in solving and resolving these cases. They're interested in covering them up. So it almost looks like you have this guilt by association between our deep state government and whatever these negative entities are. They're a threat, but they're not doing anything to keep them from threatening us. You see what I'm saying? They're using them as a tool to control us. And they're not talking about the ETs or the UFO phenomenon that might not be negative, that might, as Greer says, be uh, perfectly uh, fine with us, that are here with good intentions. Who knows? But they're not exploring those. They're not even talking about those. But there's something else going on here, too. It says, Top Secret Black Projects, Unacknowledged Spatial Access Programs. And I have the link at the website, ufowarning.com. Undercover, it says, The Lockheed Martin BQ-170 Sentinel, an unmanned reconnaissance drone, is the most recent aircraft to emerge from the military's black budget. 
there has been much talk of exotic aircraft, usually triangular shapes, seen the shapes seen in the skies of late, which have been labeled by UFO buffs as alien in origin, but the explanation could be far more earthly. A massive $400 billion is being spent on black projects, most of which are beyond congressional oversight. So where is the money coming from? On September 10, 2001, Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld admitted that the department had lost by estimate he chose to by by the estimate he chose to use for his speech 2.3 trillion dollars. Now this is just before the bombs hit. Oh, oh, excuse me, the planes hit, the towers, and the Pentagon. Okay. So Rumsfeld mentioned, hey, we're missing 2.1, 2.3 trillion dollars, and that's on September 18th. So this was just after. Well, I so that's excuse me, that's September 10th. The next day, September 11th, they got to work. The next day, September 11th, the Pentagon unit that was in charge of investigating those losses that was one of the first ones hit, destroyed. Yeah. And if you think that was a plane that hit it, tell me where the landing gear was at, please. Now it says, The top secret military space program, Black Projects, needless to say, funding top secret projects requires them to be beyond congressional oversight, or it wouldn't be top secret anymore. But hold on, the case of the missing dollars was not just a one-time affair. In 2003, a study by the department's inspector general found that the Pentagon couldn't properly account for more than a trillion dollars in money spent. And now, every year, tens of billions of Pentagon dollars go missing. The money vanishes not because of fraud, waste, or abuse, but because U.S. military planners have appropriated it to secretly develop advanced weapons and fund clandestine operations. Billions of dollars a year. Billions of dollars a year. Next year, this so-called black budget will be even larger than it was in the Cold War days of 1987, when the leading black budget watchdog, the Center for Strategic and Budgetary Assessments, CSBA, began gathering reliable estimates. As per aviation historian Michael Surratt, the current total is a staggering $400 billion. Not only are these projects funded by the missing billions, but also from the lucrative drug trade from Afghanistan, in collusion with Pakistan's notorious intelligence agency, the ISI. <clears throat> this, needless to say, requires another thread on the skullduggery that's going on in that part of the world where Americans' soldiers are being killed by none other than ISI-sponsored Taliban. But who cares? The funding is the top priority where Americans' black projects are concerned. American and ISAF lives be damned. This was kind of the problem I found with Trump when he came into office. There was a little too much worship of the military. He assumed these guys were on his side. Rah, 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 rah. These are the heroes. But what he doesn't realize is that's probably true at the rank and file. But the guys on top, it appears to be a lot of them, are right in bed with the deep state. And they have $400 billion a year that they can spend unaccounted for. 
That works out to like $2,000 per taxpayer, if you think about it. If we assume if we assume that 200 million people in this country are paying taxes, it's probably less than that. It's probably 100 million. Probably closer to 4,000. If you're paying taxes this year, probably about $4,000 of your money went to pay taxes into a military black budget where you have no way of finding out where the money went to. Would that be enough to fund a UFO false flag event? I think so, yeah, for sure. If they can't tell us where they're spending $400 billion a year at, do you expect them to tell you what they know about UFOs? And what and what did they show us in these pictures of these UFOs? Nothing, really. Some lights zigzagging across the sky. You know, the tic-tac, the sphere, the little triangle thing. I mean, I wouldn't even classify that as a, as a Type 1... Uh, encounter. I just type. I would. I would. I would uh, classify that as a, at a distance sighting. I mean, plenty of people have had uh, encounters with UFOs at a much, much closer, much closer uh, distance. Come back and talk to me when you see one of these things when they're ten foot away from you. Then come talk to me. Tell me what your impression was. I mean, video of this thing zipping across the sky. Six miles away. It's interesting. Absolutely it is. But what do we make of it? What are they giving us? They're not giving us any of the old files of the thousands of investigations that they've done. I see a total lack of transparency here. I see a total lack of accountability when they're making $400 billion a year investments in black projects. And we don't know where it goes at. We're not being told anything. It says, let's delve a little deeper into these black programs. A particular interest is an interview with Michael Schratt, an aviation historian, as a cutting-edge researcher into classified projects and unidentified craft. He has interviewed numerous scientists and aerospace engineers, pilots and executives from NASA and the defense industry. He investigates clues to planes that have been documented as having been flown by the military from within both secret and top-secret programs. He firmly believes that American taxpayers have every right to know where our money is being spent. Many of the craft he has documented are being funded with black projects, and he states that billions are being spent today on these craft. Some will only be flown once. But at the outset, let's see what security classification is all about, and as pertains to the U.S. of A., and then it goes on and says, as per the chart, and then it lists the security. It goes on here quite a bit. talks about uh, some of the different things that they've discovered. The B-2 spirit bomber and electrogravitetic propulsion. Now, we've talked about that a little bit before on the show. You can look that article up. And then it has uh, spacefaring craft, interplanetary craft, they think. So this stuff, we have no idea where the limit to this stuff is at. We have no idea what these people have actually created because they aren't talking. But we do know this. There are some facts that we do know that Gurr is completely correct about. They've been spending $400 billion a year plus, plus the trillions that Rumsfeld talked about, and the trillion after that. They've been spending billions and trillions of dollars on black projects that, that no one in Congress knows what it's being spent on. Nobody does. We know that they have been extremely, extremely secretive about any kind of UFO information phenomena for years. We know that they have been completely unhelpful when we try to investigate crimes of uh, people being abducted 
or cattle mutilations or missing people. We know that they have not been helpful at all in, in, in any of these circumstances. They've been the opposite of helpful. Okay? We know that Project Mockingbird was a real project that the CIA did and probably still does pay news media people to get their message out. It's pretty clear. If you can see how Trump was treated, look how Biden's treated. Look how the media always uses the same go-to punchlines when they investigate the UFO stories. And look how that's changed. Now, now it's a drone. Uh-oh, wait a minute. It's not a drone. Now it's a threat. So you, can you see there what, what's going on with the deep state? They've got these weapons at their disposal. They have unlimited financial resources. Unlimited. Okay, think about that. Unlimited. Every taxpayer paying somewhere between two to $4,000 to fund this stuff. Wow, what could you do with an extra couple grand in your pocket? An extra four grand in your pocket? Unlimited finances. The cooperation of mass media. And now the hysteria of the American public. That's what they're counting on. Man, they scored a big win. They scored a big win with 9-11. They, they, they saw right there that people would lay down and believe almost any kind of fairy tale. They scored a big win with the COVID. They saw how dumb people are. I, I, still, still, I still see people walking around wearing masks. You have to ask yourself, how do you get through a day? So this is what we're dealing with. The, the level of gullibility among the public the drive for complete power and control by a psychopathic deep state, funded with unlimited money, aided by a mainline media that would sell their soul for way less than 30 ounces of silver. And it may have us all coming to a head right now where a lot of people, a lot of the smart money in the room is saying, listen, they're not going to try to disclose anything. They're setting you up for another false flag. And that's where I have to come down on this one, folks. I don't believe this I don't believe this upcoming report is going to do anything to help us. I don't like the way it's been taken. I don't I don't like the way that the videos have been released so far clandestinely through DeLong's uh, Louis Elizondo. Uh, the melon guy, or through, or through uh, Nap, or uh, his buddy that got the got the recent one. I don't like. I don't like it. That's dirty to me. I don't. You, you don't know what the chain of evidence is. It's not a clear chain. It's not the way things should be done. It's not transparent. It's not disclosure. And this latest interview with uh, with Dr. Greer, I thought the Jason Goodman did, I thought was outstanding. I, Highly recommend you take a chance to listen to it. I don't necessarily go along with him on this whole notion that there's this whole band of uh, ET brothers that wants to make contacts with us and it has nothing but good things in store for us. I think life's more complicated than that. But I also think he makes a lot of good points when he talks about some of the down and dirty stuff that the deep state is doing as far as UFOs are concerned. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.